judgment either and you know what I'm saying I perfect I personally love a slut so <laughs> I'm not mad at you at all Amber Rose but I mean how surprised should we be that she would take that approach given you know what I mean how she handles herself otherwise so yeah I said we have a thought <clears throat> maybe this five-year-old is really really mature you know what I mean like maybe he's a boy so it's very maybe, unlikely maybe he can handle it he, um, he's a boy he's very unlikely I'll say this I'm not about I'm not about five-year-olds just cussing up a storm Period, guys. Um, I'm not the biggest. I don't, I don't want any kids of mine's cussing. But um, as far as being one of these parents that doesn't play certain rhyme music because there's a cuss word in the music or something like that, I'm not that. Thing. Yeah. Like if if, if your kids going to cuss, they're gonna he's going to cuss anyway. Maybe he'll just start cussing at twelve instead of nine. No, I mean but, he's going to do it just like you did it exactly. at school when you weren't around. <laughs> exactly. I mean, come I was on. cussing in third grade. My mama didn't know that. You know what I, I mean? probably wasn't cussing in third grade. I definitely but was. I know for sure in middle school it was all kind of nigga shit going on. Oh, I had a nigga named Joseph Smith. I went to school with Joseph Smith, and uh, he's the first one to cuss. I remember he came to school and the teacher made him mad. And he said, "You motherfucking bitch!" I said, "What?" Damn, and he said it out loud. Oh, oh in that, class, that's a real nigga, and I'm oh. sure he was white. 
He was he was mixed. He oh, was mixed. okay. So he had a little yeah. nigga in it. Yo, yeah. Thus yeah. it excused it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Gave me gunpowder for the bullet. You know what I <laughs> mean? You know what I mean? That's all it was. That's tough. But I, I couldn't. I said, "This is crazy." Did he just say "motherfucking bitch" to the teacher? Yeah. I said, "Man," I heard my parents say that, but I, I could never fathom putting those words together. But Joseph opened the doors for me and many other kids there at Chevrolet Tuxedo. <laughs> Shout out to y'all. You know what I'm saying? Ray the Pride. I think when it comes down to it, we parent the way we were parented with adjustments. You know what I mean? I think that we change the things about, you know, our parenting, our parents' style that we didn't like, and we take a different approach there. This thing, you were loving that bun cake. I told you that carrot cake was the truth, boy. Hey. It got some chocolate chips in the carrot cake, hey. just scrumptious. That, I, carrot, that carrot cake just kissed me in my mouth. I try to tell you, it, it tongue kissed me. I almost got pregnant. Damn. That's but, that means a man punk gate was your man. Your punk gate. Was oh yeah, 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 yeah. My bad. No, it was a girl. What are you talking about? It was a girl. Why, why, why would my punk gate be a man? Oh man, you almost got you pregnant. You know what I mean? No, it's all right. Girl pregnant. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Them kind of pregnant. I got you. By the way, by the way, we out here with a bunch of buntinis. About twelve of them. You know what I'm saying? Where'd you get it from? Red. We talking about red velvet confetti. We talking about carrot cake and that classic vanilla straight from anything but bunt cakes. We got one out here in Orlando, a couple of them. For real, like, it's the best cake ever. We talking about cream cheese icing. It's the, moist. It's super moist. And is it cream cheese? I, I guess it's a cream, cream, it's a cheese, cream okay. cheese. Not buttercream. It's, cream. it's not buttercream. It ain't that Publix. Publix is that buttercream. You know, no, no, not no disrespect to Publix because, you, you know. Publix, no, Publix been ruling for a long time, but I think if it, this everything but butt cake could take over really, really easy. But like, go get it. To, you know, you get a twelve pack of these buntinis, real small, make you feel health conscious somehow. I don't know how, but I mean they small. So, but we talking about nineteen ninety nine on that. They definitely make you feel bad about yourself. That was a bad price, either. but they worth it. Listen, <laughs> they worth it. Again, though, do you agree? We're basically doing what we saw. With some adjustments. I mean, my parents, you know, our parents, they weren't particularly, you know, free with the verbal I love yous. You know, we knew they loved us, but they weren't going to say it at all every time. I don't think I, I heard it till I was 21. No, I know I didn't hear it till I was 18. <laughs> so I know you exaggerated. Not from your mom either? Yeah, no, 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 not even. But no. I know, and you know they we're, love you. We are, we are raised like Vikings, man. I'm talking about <laughs> shout out to Ragnar. <laughs> he is such a fool. But my point of the matter is now... I tell my kids I love them all the time for no reason. I'm not going to lie. I struggled with it for a good period of time solely because it, it it became uncomfortable to me. Like when the first time I heard it, I, and they were like, love you, my boy. And I was like, mm, okay, I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, it was uncomfortable. But no, I agree that we do it. But see, um, there are a couple of different styles that we can talk about. So... Um, after doing a little research, there's about four styles. There's a um, authoritarian parenting style. There's a permissive one, and then there's this uninvolved one, and there's a, un, an, an authoritative parenting. So that authoritarian parenting is often kind of be thought of that disciplinarian aspect of parenting, when strict style, no negotiation, punishment is key, communication is always one way, download from parent to child. The rules are explained. Don't break them. Don't be a habitual line stepper. And they're less nurturing 
and they got high expectations with zero flexibility. That sounds like an uh, uh, an Islander parent <laughs> all the way around. <laughs> so, that sounds like that sounds like the Islands for real. Now the permissive ones is when like uh, the parents mostly let their children do what they want. They offer like limited guidance and direction. They're more it's the friends it's the friends feel. It ain't the real super parent feel. You know what I'm saying? So discipline is discipline is not what they're doing. Um, communication is open. These parents let them decide for themselves rather than giving some direction. Do you think that would work, D? No. Deciding for yourself. Freedom. No, I don't. I think uh, I think kids need direction. I think children need direction. Um, I don't think that the... Uh, I think it was authoritarian. It's the first mm-hmm. one you mentioned. Yes. I don't think that's that... That's that Fidel Castro. Maybe. Yeah. I, I, don't, I, don't think, <laughs> I think the times have changed where that's probably not the way to go. Uh, my, parents were, my parents were like that. Um, and... Probably, I think that the one that, that Jen's going to talk about, which is uh, authoritative, I believe. Uh, there's authoritarian and authoritative, but I think he's going to probably talk about that one. And I think that's a little bit more of a partnership, you know, between the, the, the parents as far as, you know, having conversations and explaining to kids what things are, what they are. So I think that's the way to go. I think that letting kids, you know, mess themselves up and shit to learn is some, some crazy shit. As a parent, you should, you, you mess yourself up so you can avoid your kids having to mess themselves up as much. <laughs> you know what I mean? So... I think um, I think you kind of do this style like when they get older, like because at some point they're they're going to be they're reaching that age. Like my son's seventeen years old; he's reaching that age where um, he about to be a man. There's nothing that I'm going to be able to teach him right now because he's he's interpreting the world for himself. So I I need to come from an angle where uh, a brother can just say, "Hey, listen, I'm going to give you some guidance, but so I can." So I can direct you based off of my experiences. I'm a you got to. I guess you know you're gonna do your own thing, but let me just tell you why and why not you should head in this direction because they got to have their aha moment and so that they can go ahead and and it feel like their idea. Then there's the uninvolved parents. They give their children freedom, a lot of freedom, and just stay out their way. That's that. That's what I call that cruise control. They just don't that's, give a fuck. Yeah, that's that cruise control parents and. I, don't, I didn't really want you. I, I had you. Yeah. I can't put you back now. So, that's that's yeah. that mess up when you when you're 50 years old and be like, or 45 years old, and you be like, shit, I didn't even think this was possible. Yeah, you know. So you just kind of like, dang, boy, I don't even got the energy for that. that those are bad. those uh, kids that say, "Fuck you, mom." You know what I mean? And, and yeah. get away with it. And you're like, oh, come on, John, come on, Billy, and bro, son. Yeah, you know man. what I mean? We just need to do something about that. Hey, where's where you at, man? Fortative, the parents are reasonable, they're nurturing, and they set high but very clear expectations. And the parents who do this, they, they tend to self-discipline, and their style is to be the most beneficial for their children. So it seems like that one is like that D, all the above on the SAT. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's what it feels like. Mm-hmm. But Because um, it's timing. It's about knowing when to do what, knowing when to be aggressive, when to be patient, when to be, you know, when to listen and when to speak. You know what I mean? I think as a parent, you know your child best. I mean, you should if you're paying attention. So you just got to feel them out. And you're not going to always get it right. You know, sometimes you are going to be an authoritarian. The first one, the Fidel Castro. You know what I mean? But you got to find that balance. And I think that's what it comes down to. You can't be scared to you can't be scared to to, to admit you're wrong too. Um, you can't be you can't be too prideful or too pig headed 
too. If you chastise your kid a certain way or you uh, you say something you probably shouldn't have said and you can you go back to your room you think about it or you walk home you're like, man, you know what? I was a little too harsh. Like, I, I took it to 100 and it's really like a 79. You can't be proud for go back to your kid and be like, hey, you know what? Hey, you know what? I, I overreacted on that. You know, I apologize to you for that because I took that a little bit more than it needed to be because oh, your kid going to know you real. They're going to know you real. Yeah, they're going to know you real and you make mistakes. And right. it's important to remind kids that parents are people too. We were making mistakes. We are figuring it out as well. You know what I mean? I think they do get that once they become older. Once we became adults, we certainly realized, hey, mom and dad was just trying to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because I'm not going to lie. I had a kid and when I was 21. And, and bruh, there was, there was no, well, let me think about it. And, you know, maybe if I was wrong, I'm going to go have a conversation and explain myself. That shit didn't even exist for me because... I don't think I was at that maturity level as a parent to be talking about that type of stuff. Let me let me shoot another question to y'all though, for real. Do you believe that you know when you when you have both parents in the situation? Do you believe that the styles need to be similar, like both parents' style got to be similar, aligned, or do you think that it makes sense to have separate styles to be parenting? <laughs> hey, y'all can't see it. Gigi just had another bite of this bunt cake. It's hard to focus. It was the vanilla. Let me tell you. Oh my god! In my mind, I just had sex. I mean, <laughs> that's how it feels. Just euphoric. It is. Hey, we keep talking about this fun cake because it's real. I'm sorry. Um, I think as far as parents having to have the same style, man, I I think that having different styles helps. Um, because as long as parents are mature enough to be to understand that their partners are raising the kids, right? So no no parent can can only be the one that's ever right, right? So you have different styles, right? You may have somebody that's a bit harder. Um, you have somebody that's a bit softer and able to kind of kind of balance each other out that yin and that yang. If you got two asshole parents, you got two softies, you got a kid that's a damn timid turtle, or you got a you got a hellraiser, right? So you know, you, you need some guidance in the middle that kind of keeps the kid grounded. You know what I mean? But that's just my opinion. I think they do need to be aligned. Man, in a perfect world, why can't we do what we have always wanted? To to be tough on your kids, to hold them accountable, but at the same time Make sure that they're heard and, and be reasonable with them. You know what I mean? I, I think you can, you know, earn their respect and still keep them in line. And it's always important to remember, these little niggas ain't your friends. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care about it. I, I'm not looking for a friend. I tell these little jits all the time. So as long as you can keep that in mind, you'll be all right. Because once they get to 18, man, you know, that's when the relationship change, changes. And, and at that point, it becomes more of a friendship with your opinion versus your guidance. I think that as long as you guys have identified roles in the parenting and you and you guys agreed on, listen, I'm about to be that asshole or I'm going to be that. No, I didn't say. I don't know why. I, I don't know. Every time then I say I heard asshole, it again, you, you said it perfectly correct. And I know I'm just. Automatically you think it's a sexual thing? Because you just like that booty hole. I don't know. I mean, that's yeah, all you, you do. When eat the booties like grocery came out, nigga, I thought it was a mantra for all the booty eaters out there. And every nigga started proclaiming he ate booty when that after that song came out. Oh man, nigga, you you heard me say nigga eat the mouth fast and you're Oh man. It's all right, y'all. It's all right. You can hit that you know, blunt you know, by yourself, but <laughs> <laughs> anybody asking for shit though. Got a doo doo blunt for real. Anybody asking for shit? Okay, <laughs> let me hit it one time. Hey, but now you, know, you just keep it. it. Yeah, just keep it. 
Merry Christmas. <laughs> all right, y'all. That's Merry right. Christmas. I do think that you talked about whether or not your style has to be situationally based on the kid and the situation or personality. Uh, I, I definitely do believe that every child is different. If every person is different, of course you have to treat everything different. There's no way that you can address the same two problems the same way and, and expect a positive result. So when it comes to your kids, you know, some kids are going to respond more to fear, respond more to uh, loud barking. Others are going to respond more to just telling them you're disappointed, just a softer touch and just making them feel like you're hurt. And sometimes you got to try them all because you got to know what yes. sticks. So I got an autistic daughter <clears throat> and I thought that the, you know, beatings and, and the fear would, would work because it worked on my son. And listen, I would beat, I could beat my daughter and she'd look at me like a real thug, like, so we going to get this party started? Like, not knowing that in her condition, she has a pain threshold situation where she doesn't interpret and feel pain the same way. So for her, that wasn't going to even work. I had to basically tell her, hey, hey, listen, I just want to let you know, you messed up and daddy don't love you. <laughs> That's tough. And let me just tell you, she would cry her behind off, but real talk. I would go behind her and say, you know, daddy love you. But I had to really just make sure you understood and you could hear me. And I had to hurt your feelings. But mm -hmm. it's true, man. I think it depends on the child, man. And and it also depends on the stages of maturity and life where they are. Like, yeah. you know, you can't, you can manage a five-year-old, you can't manage a five-year-old, you know, same way you manage a 10-year-old or this 15-year-old because there's different stages of life, man. We got, we can't take a canned approach at it. I got a couple kids. Keep it real. And I uh, love them to death. I love nothing more. Um, and so y'all who got kids out there, y'all know what I'm talking about. Um, but I got an 11-year-old son. He just turned 11 um, a couple weeks ago, and I got an 8-year-old daughter. <clears throat> and it's interesting because with my son um, coming up, I was super hard on him. Not necessarily beating him all the time or nothing like that. I just was always in his ass. You know, got a firm handshake, look people in the eye. People speak to you. You have to speak to them back. You know, a lot of little kids today, you say, how you doing? Kid don't even open their mouth. I, that shit is weird to me. Like when I, I was agree. a kid, I hate that. when my mom was like, "Somebody speak to you. You gotta, you have to speak. Oh yeah, you have to open your mouth." And it's your job to make sure that they hear you, not the other way around. Correct. So you know, I, I put that on my son early. So and you know, so funny because at the time, his, his mom and you know her, her her family was like, "Oh, you know, you're being too hard, and you know this, that, and the other." And I said, "Um, I'm a successful individual. My parents did a good job on me, and um, I'm gonna raise my kid accordingly." So any opinions you guys have would be much more valid if I actually had a kid with you. But because I didn't, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and do what I feel like I need to do. And, and I said, check this out. I said, mark my words. This is my son's probably four or five. I said, by the time he's nine, ten years old, we ain't going to have no problems. Right? And shit, way before then, I'm talking about we don't have no problems. I tell my son, hey, come over here, pick up that blade of grass right there, take it over to the other blade of grass and bring me a rock back. That's what he's going to do. He's going to hate my guts silently. Exactly. But he's going to do it respectfully. And, and respectfully. And listen, I was a little lax with my daughter. Uh, she'll yeah, get the grass. Been, yeah, you've been really weak yeah. with her, man. She, but the last, she's only eight. Like, last three years I've been on it. Because but, you're going to toughen up now. No, nah, no. Nah, I toughened up three years ago. But I'm saying, for the, for the first five years, for the first probably four and a half, five years of her life, I was pretty lax. And I realized that's that's not the way to do it either. So we're at a place right now where that's, that's not an issue. But... I can tell you, having been tough on my son from the from the jump, and then having play catch up with my daughter, it's a, it's a different thing. Spit a rod, spoil the child. That mean you got to beat the shit out of the kid every day, either. You know what I mean? 
So, and I really wanted to make two points because in this red velvet bond cake, man, the white love, cake is more moist. I though. love you, I know, but the red velvet they put chocolate chips in it too. I love it, but it's not the white cake. I mean, you know what I mean? I don't even know what to tell you about you. Love a good infatuation with white. white cake. I mean, the, the it's color just always cakes. It's, it's, well, it's your thing. It's your thing. Like there's no other. There's nothing better than white. Let me tell you something. No, cake, cake, white cake. I mean, we just talking about white. I can't stand white cake. You know, that just, just, just literally profound your nothing lunch. but cakes. Okay? <laughs> just profound your listen, lunch with not too long. Listen, I like every type of cake. The white cake just be more moist. I, I, listen, I can't, <laughs> I can't help it. You know what I mean? But I'm not saying it. Like, y'all, they're making innuendos, guys. Is the guys. white cake more fluffy? Is it tastier? It doesn't give me as much stress. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. But you know, okay, so you said something about treating her, your daughter differently. Mm-hmm. Are there double standards with parenting a boy versus a girl? Of course. Who wants this first? I mean, oh, I'll take I'm going to let you take it first. My daughter got me wrapped around her finger. That is my princess. And I have to be able, Some of. let me just tell you. I'm going to tell you that there's a good reason for me treating her the way that I treat her. So, But I'm going to make something up right now so I don't look like a, a big wuss, though. But for real, I need to teach her how she should be treated, you know, by another man. So exactly. I'm sure. about to be so egregious with it that the dude that has to come up behind this mm-hmm. got to be Jesus' son mm-hmm. and he savior. He's going to work hard for the pussy. Oh, yeah. yeah. He ain't, oh, <laughs> oh, that's, that's and, and I'm teaching her the game because I need her to decipher that junk like like it's Morris Cole. You, and know, you know, we've all been doing, you know, we and we got to keep up with those father-daughter dates love, where love. it's just the girls, you know what I mean, and really give them that, open their doors. Fathers do mm-hmm. it, dog. Yep. Fathers do, do it. Do it all the time, I mean? man. And they need it. They deserve you know, it. Everywhere you go, yes, just sir. open their door. Just constantly remind them that this is the only way that they should be treated. Uh, Mariah Carey and how she handles her children. Um, not saying that she's a bad mother in any stretch of the imagination, but there has been there has been some insight where basically she has her children and her nanny provide her praise and exaltations and all that to feed her ego as a mother. That's some weird shit. Maybe because she's paying all the bills, guys. Huh? I'm just joking. I'm just, I'm just joking. I just I wasn't serious about it much. Listen, um, you have to be pretty egotistical to need that. That's her. That's her reputation, that. though, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I believe so to yeah. some extent. But man, I mean, who the hell are you? It's, again, egotistical, and I don't, I don't, I don't even understand it. So I, it's hard for me to comment on it beyond that because I don't understand a parent. It might be a form of respect. Crazy. It might be a form of respect. Respect for her. me by doing what I ask you to do mm-hmm. when I ask you to do it. Respect me by getting good grades. Respect me yeah. by, you know, doing your chores. You know what I mean? Respect me by that, uh, like that. I don't think you don't need to praise me. You know, if you give me a hug and says, "Hey, I appreciate you," I mean, that would be great. I don't even think kids talk like that. No, you know what no, I mean? No. And I love you, and a, a random hug to me—that's your kid saying, "You know, I appreciate." I, appreci- you. Yeah. I don't even know what happened. You probably bought him a video game that day. Right. It was something. Well, like my life that. is good, right? Yeah, now. exactly. So they appreciate it. Do you think society is now kind of forces to modify our styles? Think about it, man. Like, you know, this is the generation that everybody with. Everybody get a trophy. Mm-hmm. Last place gets the same trophy as first place. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We in that society that you can't even punish no more the way you want to. If you if you want your son to, to kneel on rice, 
hashtag Hispanic torture. Or, you know, you want to be able to discipline them a little bit more harshly. Society is almost like the children now got children's services and, 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 and Department of Services on speed dial. Like, society is starting to change the way that kids normalize, you know, their interactions with their parents. Like, this millennial generation and this generation Y is just like, they feel like everything got to be handed to them. Like, so you think society play any role in, in how we need a parent? And, and, and I, I think I get what you're saying, but the the fact is, kids been fucked up forever. Like, pe- people have been raising bad kids forever. People have been bad throughout time. I don't think there's a set perfect way. I, again, I think this goes back to what you know at, as far as how you were parented. But to change your style based on the news or the the world or how it's changing, fuck that. I mean, if that's who you are, I think that's weak. But I think that's, you know, you conforming to society in, in a way that's not required. You got to do what you know to work and whatever that may be. If that's putting your kids in time out for, for three minutes, I don't know how the fuck that's supposed to work or do anything. Because that should have been a perfect three minutes would have been just a, a break for me. You know what I mean? Five minutes, whatever. Do, or grounding them. Do what works for you. But my point of the matter is I just don't think you should conform however your parenting style is. Oh, boy. So, yeah, D, tell me how you feel about the double standards again, raising a daughter versus a son. Listen, people can call it double standard. You can call it whatever you want. The bottom line is this. Predators are not out here looking for John Young men. Okay. So I, you know, my I'm just I can only go in my situation. My son is a, a large young man and has been for his entire life. He's forever been a large young man. And predators are not out here looking for that. They don't want a nigga to stay size. They just don't. They don't want that. You know what I'm saying? It's not sexy. They don't want any hard legs. Listen, let me tell you something. Listen, I'm gonna give y'all a story real quick, and I'm gonna get back on this. This is it's slight. It's a slight tangent, but it's but it's, it's apropos. So when I was a kid growing up in uh, in P- PG County, Maryland, Prince George's County, out there. Um, I lived across the street from a grocery store called John's. So from everybody up there, they know they know what, what John's about. It's a grocery store. It's like Publix. So my mom used to have me, first of all, this is shit you could do in the ghetto. And, and when your parents get older, they tell you they don't remember that. And they never did it. It's a, it's a, it's a highway. <laughs> Anybody from up there know it's called 202. It's it probably three lanes now, but it was two lanes going east and two lanes going south. And then in the middle is the medium. I was like eight years old. My mom would be like, I need you to go get me some milk. Okay. <laughs> Listen, say something right now. My son is 11, and I wouldn't send him across that damn street. I don't know what my mom did. <laughs> you know how many times I could have died? But let me tell you something. Hood kids got instincts, okay? Like, for, listen, I ran across that damn street. It had to be 200 times in my life, and never once did I get close to dying because hood kids stay alive, okay? Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, one night, it was a little dark. You know, it was probably 6.30, 6 o'clock, and uh, it, was too, it was dark, and I was young. This is how I knew I was young because I was scared to go. Mom was like, I need you to you want this for dinner. I need you to go get this. I said, Mom, it's dark outside. I said... What if somebody kidnapped me? My mom laughs for about five minutes. And after she finished, she said, baby, she said, they don't want you. They want little pretty white girls. <laughs> and sent my ass across that street. She said, they're not kidnapping niggas, man. Get your ass over to the giant. That's real. So bottom line is girls are targets for, for, for weirdos and predators and pervs and all that dumb shit. And, and just, just by the default of the numbers, boys are not as much, particularly boys of color. So, so you bring up sex then. What about your son having nah. sex early 
as a teenager versus your daughter. Listen, it's the, it's the same reason that the double standards apply. And it's that the world for men isn't the same as it is for women. So your uh-huh. son can have sex at 15 and you high-fiving him and your daughter has sex at 15, you crying in your bedroom no, in the not, shower. No, not quite. Not quite that. The latter for sure. But as far as high-fiving <laughs> my son, um, no, man. Like, this is the difference. I, I wouldn't go as far as saying... I would allow him to have sex and do things that I wouldn't allow him to do. What I would say is my reaction would not be as severe. It wouldn't severe. hurt you as much. Right. If he came home at 15 or my wife came to me or, you know, his mom, anybody like that came to me and said, hey, Alex is 15. He's he smiling at everyone. Just so yeah, you know. Alex, is, Alex is 15 and he just um, got him just finally sex. had sex. You would smile at me. Right? I'd be, I said, I'm You're already like, smiling. I'd be like, man, like, you know, with who? Right? <laughs> I ain't gonna was lie. She, That's the first question I'm asked. You say, is she fine? <laughs> no, I would ask him that. Not as not as not as mom. But, uh, <laughs> but the bottom line is, I wouldn't be as bad. Oh, I would. God. I would if I would be like, yo, tell me how it happened. What happened? Did you strap up? Do you know what that means? Like, what yeah, do you know about yeah. this? It would be more of an informative session. You got to teach. I don't know that there would be any anger in that conversation. Probably some concern, but not anger. Yeah. If I found out from my door, the, the, same all, age. The difference, right? Why are you slapping same the same age? Why are you slapping the desk Listen, right now? I dog. went from smiling to slapping this. If I found out, if I what? Same Come age. On. It's a it's a problem. And let me tell you something. Tell you something. It's a problem me, for safety for that and individual. And my son, <laughs> she used riding. the She used the it condom. Does, none of that matters. Her, none of that. Uh, none. A girl's sexual experiences. She's just as sexually curious as a boy. Of course, of course. In fact, that's just fair. If you think back to being young, who were the instigators? Who were the aggressors? It oh, was of the course girls. it was girls. It girls was a girl who was fast, who grabbed your dick and made it get mature. hard. And you was like, damn, yeah. I didn't know it was going to do that when you yeah. did that. And she was like, well, I want to see what else. Get and, the hell out of here. And they were like, oh, just wait. There's white stuff. Your daughter <laughs> ends up having sex because it was her choice. She And, and she, you find out. What do you do? Do you put her on birth control? Ah, that's a good question. Do you protect her from herself? Let me ask you, what would you do with your daughter? Pray for her to be a lesbian. Well, it was obviously too late for that. That would have been yes, nice. That's not going to work. Let me ask you that. That's I mean, well, I definitely go into the shower and cry first. I, I, it's important to get a good cry out <laughs> in situations like that because otherwise you might react poorly. Um <laughs> But I'm, I'm, I'm not, talking about you doing the real boohoo cry, or you just doing like the no. like like uh, two sniffs, or you hit, or no, you or you or you hammering the wall. At the same I need time. to lock a door, full boohoo cry. Where did I go wrong in my life? Type situation. But um, no, He's man, baby. I would never put my daughter on birth control. I, that's basically it's saying, saying it's go okay. go get it, go it's get, it's go okay. get some more dick. So that's <laughs> your question. So if she gets, if she comes up, she gets pregnant twice, and and she you find out in sophomore year of high school she's having sex. She gets pregnant. I'm assuming, based on your response, you kill the baby, and then let's. Who <laughs> said that? No, I mean like honestly, oh, I wouldn't even make that decision for her. You know what I mean? You you'd allow your daughter you, to kill. So you baby. wouldn't push an influence. Nah, I wouldn't. You wouldn't push an I wouldn't influence. Do. And let me tell you why. Anybody that would influence somebody to get a divorce is not a friend. <laughs> I'm of saying, they're not a what? They're, they're not, not a friend of mine. They're not a great person, dude. And I'm telling you this. Y'all can say with y'all, I'm not a hypocrite. <laughs> I'm not a hypocrite because I'm not ashamed of my past. I've I've had abortions before. How many? Um, I mean, I don't I, I don't know what the number <laughs> is to do right <laughs> today. Niggas, okay. that nigga immediately had the radio. I didn't really, the, uh, the, uh, no, no, no. I am radio. No, I'm not trying to say. Honestly, no, 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 Bush. I wasn't trying to say you. No, no, no. That's no, the first no, question no, I, I came I actually, uh, probably two. Okay. You know what I mean? So around there. The, my point of the matter is. 
if you tell a woman what she should do, she will forever hold that against you. You know what I mean? I think it's important. You have to let a woman decide. It's her choice. But you can influence, though. No, There's nothing it, wrong with giving, a, what giving, you should giving, do, the, giving feedback and nigga, giving you, insight. Nigga, use a lie. You better say, whatever you want to do is it, 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 fine with me. I'm here to support you. Now, can you list... Facts. Can That's you what say, I'm talking about. Yeah, That's influencing, but don't, though. don't, no. You better not make it seem like an influence. But that is influencing because you out here, you're not only gonna trust me. I don't think it's you're necessary. On, you're only gonna pluck out the facts that you want her to know. It's not like you go, you go give her 101 facts of, hey, let me tell you why it's good for you to have a baby at 15. No, and and I don't think you do it, uh, do it like that. You're just gonna. I guess you're right. I get, at the end of the day, you're just stating the truth, the you're, fact of what it really is. You're, gonna, you're giving your insight. Like, yeah, so I don't really think it's influencer only from the fact that this is what it's going to be. It is what it is. You, you can call it influencing, but to me, it is what it is. Whether I use terms to make it seem worse than it is, it's already horrible. Once, once it just, Listen, best birth control, I think, is to get your child, especially your daughter, to babysit a newborn baby. Oh, that's a good idea. Though. You can I'm get not gonna lie. Oh my god! And I'm talking about and I'm talking about full for the load. night for the I'm two nights and full the like, weekend. You yeah. talking about she changing diapers? No, you're course. not stepping in unless the baby's in danger. No, the baby got to be dying, <laughs> and I don't, and I know that's not gonna happen. So if you could get that for a weekend, two three days, I know for certain your daughter won't get pregnant. Let me just and I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you that. I'm gonna tell you what the best birth control like. I didn't have sex until I was 18, and I think my son is well on his way of doing that too. And which, which, which is fine with me from a maturity standpoint. Like boys don't mature the same at the same rate as women. But I'm telling you, the the birth control that um, his mom used, she used to put down on the fridge, which is disgusting because people got to eat out of there. But she used to put down pictures of chlamydia on a on a dick. Yeah. Gonorrhea on a dick, herpes one, two, three, and super herpes. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you can't go and you, you, scare can, you can't even go get some juice without really just saying, "Dang, I don't really even want that no yeah, more." You, you know scare. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, scam. It's it's a point where they're either gonna be scared, <laughs> you you either gonna be scared to really just gonna take the extra precautionary steps, or you just gonna be like, "Dog, I ain't ready yet. I'm cool. I'm cool." Listen. We're not going to get into the in the, the mind of a teenager because I remember being a teenage boy and once I knew what pussy was, oh. I know I wanted a piece of it. Oh. And, and I never, when I lost my virginity, it certainly was not my own doing. I had no clue what was going to happen. And when it happened, I mean, I was a little disgusted because I didn't know what was really, you know what I'm saying? It's supposed to be, you know, virgin situations. Yeah. And, um, but um, it... I just know that there's no thinking. It's just going to happen. And I'm afraid. You're just afraid for your child. You know what I mean? Your daughter, your son. You For some reason, you're not. But the fact is, you can. What if your son fuck a hoe? Oh, loose hoe. <laughs> oh, every nigga hit it hoe. You know mm. what I'm saying? And he catch an STD, catch something. Maybe he can't get, yeah, get back. Uh, you know what I'm saying? They got herpes at, at, at 15. And that's the gift they keep on giving. Come on, man. No matter some how hard you, know, you try. Listen, let me, let me tell you. That's just as bad. Let me, let me tell you something. I'm going to ask you a question. I should say. When you had a conversation with your son, what age? What age? I mean, I you got to gauge maturity and yeah, all that, but but assuming your kid's mature, I say I say 12, 12 <laughs> solid 12, 13. middle Just, school, definitely. Yeah. I think seven, 12, that's twelve, thirteen. Yeah, 12, seventh, 13. eighth grade. I think it was seventh grade when I started hearing friends. It's definitely eighth grade. I knew friends were having sex. Eighth grade is about thirteen, isn't it? 
But yeah, you, I yeah, think yeah, you always got to do it earlier because think, you want to. You don't want to. Let's just think about it because we're in the state. We're in the ages of internet, and at the end of the day, these people have so much access to everything, man. Like I remember when me and you learned um, learned about sex was on real sex. On HBO, you know what I'm saying? We had to stay that's up till two. Yeah, that's a wrap. Stay up till two in the morning. Stay up two o'clock in the morning. Go to sleep. Wake up. Hey, Robbie, come you on, gotta man. pretend when your daddy do his 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 nightly search, nigga. You gotta be pretend yeah, sleeping. Nightly runs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Come in there, open the door, and look, and, and then you hear one up. Uh, no, that's what he did. There was no need for any of that. You can tell a nigga who ain't made for, for the struggle. You know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> the type of nigga get you caught every time. So you said something about, you know, the kids today and, you know, how we're treating them and ultimately how they're changing. Do you think that kids these days are soft? Like they, you, you, you talked about crossing the street and you would never let your son do that. Now, you know, the street that you cross, do you think these kids can't handle life the way that we were prepared? Listen, I, I, I hear that all the time and I disagree with that. I disagree with that 100%. This is what happens, Right. So you get a you get a parent maybe who grew up poor or working class, right? Maybe in, in a poor neighborhood or a rough neighborhood, and they had to deal with a lot of things growing up, right? They had to deal with you know, drugs and, and, and crime and, and, and guns and knives and all that stuff, fighting. And they grow up, <clears throat> they make something out of themselves, and then their kids grow up in a situation or an environment that's different than what they grew up in, right? So by virtue of you wanting your kid not to have to be exposed to or know all the shit you went through as a kid, they're as not prepared to handle some things that may arise in the world, maybe as you were at that age. Because I guarantee you this, you go to Opalaka, you go to Liberty City, you go to Carroll City, you go up to Southeast that's, D.C. Yeah. and find them little kids in them neighborhood. Now, they're definitely hard. That's not Vieira. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's not, that's exactly. Not, go to Palm Bay. Yeah, they're not Vieira. It's not Lake Mary. <laughs> no, I definitely so, agree. I think, I think if we're comparing you know, our kids who are in you know, middle class and upper middle class environments and schools and their friends and all that stuff. We're comparing those kids to us. Do you think that a single woman can raise a boy into a man? I, I think I think they can raise a boy into a man at a certain level. So I think like in the early years where it's the most nurturing years. I think a woman can step up one through five, kill it. Don't need nobody. <laughs> when they start turning into, and their testosterone starts to come into play, and 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 they're starting to kind of to morph, like a man needs to be there, like clay to mold, to mold that man, because that's when a kid can just get wild out. And that unless unless you got like a freaking militant mother, I, I don't just even think know that if gotta, that. I don't even know if that would work. Yeah, I don't know. What do you say, D? I think that I think a kid needs a. <clears throat> I think it depends who else is in the kid's life. Um, so I, I'll give you an example. When um, actually, this is probably is it not sad, but it's kind of it's kind of a bit depressing for me to tell a story. But um, for those who don't know, I, I went to law school and, and I started law school up in Michigan. And when I was up in Michigan, I started mentoring this young boy. He had a uh, his dad was in jail for murder. Um, and he was uh, he was raised by his mom. He lived in the house with his mom, his grandmom, and his sister. Sister was loose as a pair of untied shoelaces. Okay? Um, <laughs> Did you try know to, from experience? She oh, definitely she's... tried to holler at me, but I, but I, but I but that's what that's to be honest. At the time, I was what, 20, 
three years old. Getting pussy was not an issue, and I definitely didn't want it from his sister. I just wanted a relationship with the kid because I felt like he needed a dude in his life. I feel you. I feel um, she was ugly. Go ahead. Yes. <laughs> yes, she was. <laughs> <laughs> and listen, but to be honest, that was only part of the reason. There, there, there is no need to go any further in on that. I will refuse to give an ugly woman any, any more time in this discussion. So please listen, continue. Listen, so long story short, you know, this kid was... Um, this kid, to, to 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 Jen's point, I think his I think his parents, his mom and his grandma had done a really good job of teaching them all that they could, and I think up to a certain age, right, maybe seven or eight or around elementary school age, you know, you're really just trying to put foundational things to the kid, right, Tr- you know, respect and, and integrity and things like that. Um, but I realized that there was just some things. I was fortunate enough to grow up with my dad and my mom in the same house, and and I just realized there were some things that. This, this little boy wasn't getting. I mean, like, um, I would take him to the court with me. We'd go to the gym. He's probably about 11, 11, 12. Um, he would ask me stuff about girls. He would ask me stuff about, like, some dudes picking on him. I just handle stuff. I'm like, man. I was like, you know, you talk to your mom about this. And he was like, yeah, she told me just go tell the principal. Oh, stuff like that. shit. Oh. Yeah, exactly. And I said, Wanna you know, get I mean, all of the right shit. shit but no, listen. she's trying to get him set well, up. You trying to get the boy beat up forever? It, it depends on the situation. Well, listen, let me, let me, let me, let me diverge with that. Because my whole point, I'll, I'll finish the story and I'll, I'll, I'll say something yeah. related to that is. So I ended up really mentoring this kid. I was up there for a couple of years, about a year and a half, and really saw the young man um, kind of develop. But my point is, I think if... You have a single mom trying to raise a young man, but he has an uncle or some dude in the neighborhood or a coach or something like that. Just a man that he can model behaviors after. I think you can get away with that. I think if you don't have anything, then I think they're... Um, I'm, I'm going to go off on something I want to say, you know, about reprimanding. You know, I know we're talking about your son and your approach with him and whether or not, you know, a woman can raise a man on his own. I really want to say this. When a man is reprimanding his son, yeah. ladies, shut the fuck up. Real All talk. the way I mean, up. Take several like, talk. Listen, take several seats. I don't seats. care if okay. you agree or not with what he's saying or his approach. Sit your ass down somewhere and remember that you are not a man. 100. A lot of women out here wish you was a man. You do not have nuts. 100. You know what I mean? Just, so, so, no, 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 no. A lot of women emasculate men, and, and that's another topic for me. So a lot, of, not, men, a lot of men allow themselves to emasculate. That's true, too. That's, that's true, true, too. And, and sometimes a man allowing a woman to emasculate him is just him not slapping the fuck out of her because a lot of times that's what they deserve. But I'm not hitting <laughs> these ladies. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I'm just, I'm just feeling. I'm not, not going to lie, dog, but I'm going to have to put up like uh, uh, whatever. You know, uh, domestic violence number at the end of this. Whatever, day. I've never. <laughs> just, just, <laughs> domestic no, violence situations in my. No, but for real, like to be honest with you, because most of the time the men don't do that to the women. You, we, we typically let them freaking discipline the way that they want to discipline. And if we have any concerns, we'll, we'll talk, talk about, about it after, after the fact, behind closed doors, respectfully, respectfully. But if you go ahead and completely discount. What I'm doing in the moment, that child no longer respects me the same way. They believe moms is running that household, and 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 to be honest with you, it's a partnership. And if and if it, and if you guys are not gonna, that's why I was talking about should parents and styles be aligned? Maybe it's not. Maybe it's not the styles. That's not even. A, maybe it's not the styles, but maybe it's just like, dang, we need to have some unspoken rules of respect. That's respect. When we're that's it. It's like, one word. It's respect. It shouldn't be nothing more. Yeah. Fuck give and take. That it doesn't even that shouldn't even become a problem. It should come down to respect. If you make a decision, you know what I mean, you're a parent, you're an adult, 
you're in a relationship with me. So at the end of the day, if you make a decision for the kids, I need to respect that. If I don't agree, you and I talk about it again in private and we discuss how we may want to approach that should that arise again in the future. But you don't undermine me in front of the kids and you don't undermine a decision that I made afterwards. If I tell the kids to do something and right there you say, hey, no, 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 do this instead. If that shit does not follow with a strong explanation as to why you're saying that and a good one, you better stop that shit. Because that bullshit right there is how you emasculate a man and then your son sees that and maybe by ch- uh, by accident finds a woman who does that and thinks that's okay. That, that's not how you respect a man and that's not how you should show your kids how a man should be treated. Especially because your the, daughters are watching too. And especially if the man is doing what he's supposed to be doing. Um, providing. It doesn't matter being, what else. No, yeah, just, and obviously no, I'm that's saying, because true. Yeah, there I, is always a bullshit factor. Yeah, so I, I agree. It, I agree. I, as long as the man is doing what he needs to do and is trying his best as a parent to model that behavior, man, and 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 literally doing the things necessary to up, um, you know, upkeep that household to the best of his ability. I don't care what his funds look like. I don't care what his resources look like. I don't care, you know. What it is, at the end of the day, respect that man because he deserves that. Truly, truly appreciate you uh, taking the time out to listen today. We do have other things to do, but we appreciate you taking the time to be with us today. Keep the, the subscriptions coming. Keep yeah, the comments coming. We need coming. that. Subscribe, subscribe, you. subscribe. We need you and we appreciate you. Um, once again, this is your boy, King Dez. Jesus. Hey, it's Mr. Chan. Hey, brunch with the boys. At brunch with the boys. Just remember, B-O-Y-Z. remember B-O-Y-Z. all social media platforms. Everywhere. Yeah, coffee and brunch. We can have our conversations over coffee and brunch. Ha. 